0: Smith your host of the podcast and another thing with Dave I want to thank our listeners from all over the world we've got people tuning in from India from Ireland from Canada Australia Germany and all over thank you so much for tuning in in this episode we're gonna get into The military, the U.S. military's indoctrination and recruiting practices. This is pretty crazy. So what I'm referencing here is Lee Camp from Moment of Clarity, episode number 87, Military Recruiting Children with Cartoon. So with no further ado, let's go ahead and get into this. This is going to blow your mind and then we'll talk about it.
1: By the way, this was tweeted by Alan McLeod again. I, I reference him a lot. Great uh, journalist.
2: This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense Systems. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms.
1: You, you assholes. Oh.
2: Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age.
0: Now, I, I need to pause it just for one moment right there, because you folks aren't getting the visual on this. I highly suggest you check, check this out online. Um, Lee Camp, Moment of Clarity, episode number 87 but what they showed is a beach right and this girl's name emma right well i came up with an acronym i think emma is an acronym for the exxon mobile military association just saying just saying
2: when i was six years old one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed the doctor said she might never walk again She tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet, eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, But what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone-Lard. I answered my calling.
0: Then they end with the screen saying, what's your calling? Oh, my God. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. Believable, right? So, on so many levels, on so many levels, and Lee Camp is going to break this down a little bit. We're going to listen to him. We'll chime in. But oh my God. So, on so many levels, right out the gates, they're like, my two moms, right? So, they're trying to sucker the LGBT community into joining the military to go have adventures. She needs an adventure of her own. So, this reminds me of a bumper sticker. Yeah. I joined the Marines so I could travel to far off, distant lands, meet exotic people from exotic places, and then kill them. Yeah, so that's your adventure? No, go like join a you know, river rafting company or something for a summer job. Do that as a, do that as an adventure. Oh my God! And and what's she working in? Some like you know. Uh, remote missile base or something so yeah launching a bomb at people far far away with no personal emotional repercussion right like being a drone pilot and going home and having dinner every night oh my god all right and why are we at war let's wait can we reel that back for a second why are we at war why has the u.s been at war for 20 years oh weapons of mass destruction that was totally Debunked, right? Oh, yeah. And then the Syrian gas attack, oh, that was debunked too, right? And it was proven to be staged, totally proven. So, why are we at war? Yet there's a huge humanitarian crisis going on in Yemen right now. Are we helping them? No, we actually supplied the uh, United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia with the weapons that they're using to perpetrate that huge humanitarian crisis. Worst humanitarian crisis in the world right now, Yemen. And so what happened? They bombed the infrastructure, took out the water purification, sewage treatment, yada, 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 with U.S.-made weapons, and now those people are just dying a slow, horrible, agonizing death of starvation and trickle down diseases, uh, you know, like cholera, typhoid, diphtheria, all the, you know, whatever, all these horrible things that are a result of not having sanitary conditions and clean drinking water. So that's happening right now. Um, Israel's committing genocide right now. They just bombed and destroyed a, you know, a building that was housing the international press but what's the U.S. military doing or what's the U.S., you know, in, military industrial complex doing? Trying to get four-year-olds indoctrinated into joining the military to go off and have an adventure. Let's not look at what our military's doing and has been doing for the last 20 years. Let's just, you know, wow. Oh, my God. So. Now we're going to get into this second clip here, and this is <laughs> equally infuriating. Um, right? And Lee Camp nails it, right? They're talking, this girl's talking about her mom having a health problem, and uh, you know, it's unbelievable. It's just, it's unbelievable. So here we go.
2: When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors.
1: I left her paralyzed. Uh, And did she have health care? Because either, you know, either she (laughs) either she had a a high paying job where she had good health care or she maybe she was ex-military and she had veterans benefits there. Although even that system is you can wait in line for a year to get a procedure through our military. So they're talking about health care. Does our military provide good health care to our veterans? Not really. (laughs) <laughs> Although it's also so hilarious much. that a lot of people sign up to the military so it, that they can get things like college and health care. Basically, the promises of our military are, wait for it, socialism.
0: Yeah. So how's that for irony? You know, we're the only industrialized nation in the U.S. that doesn't have some form of, of universal health care. Right. Health care here is the leading cause of bankruptcy for people. It's unbelievable and we don't have free college education. So, you know, unbelievable unbelievable but you join the military and you get all those social socialist benefits (laughs) you know free health care for you and your family um and he even goes into it you get better banking you know you get to join a military credit union um you can have uh usaa insurance where you get insurance at a better rate you know you get a better deal on buying a house you know you get oh my god the va loan so yeah so join the military and we'll give you all the benefits that most other countries provide to their citizens but you got to buy into the system and join the military first right because got to keep that system going um it's interesting
1: Sign up for the military, and we'll give you that socialist promise. We'll give you all the socialist promises that, that we would have in a normal country that actually cared about its citizens. We'll give you health care. We'll pay for college. We'll uh, give you uh, 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 other types of insurance. You can get, like, rentals, rentals, cheaper renter insurance and car insurance and all that stuff. We'll let you retire earlier so you can have your you know, benefits and, and, and actually enjoy your life rather than being a victim to uh, wage slavery a job you hate all of those things come with the military so they don't like to phrase it that way but really the military is like hey join up with us and we'll give you socialism while we crush socialist countries the fuck
0: yeah yeah Ah. let that irony set in And, and and at the moment at the very moment the u.s is preparing to coup Uh, Bolivia, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. So at this very moment, when, you know, they're putting out propagandistic commercials to try to get four-year-old girls to fantasize about joining the military, at that very, at the very same time, we're crushing democratic uprisings in three different countries, you know? Um, we just cannot stop messing with Venezuela. And, and it goes back to oil, because Venezuela and Bolivia have huge reserves and we want them. So what if we didn't need oil? What if the oil industry didn't dictate our foreign policy? What if we had more Elon Musks in the world that were worried about, you know sustainability and, and working on, on a form of power that benefits everybody, like geothermal, you know, geothermal, right? Yellowstone Park sits on what's called a supervolcano. You don't mean to tell me that we couldn't harness that power and be driving a gazillion turbines and also less at the same time, lessening the risk of a super volcanic eruption, right? Like maybe we could use that power in a way that would reduce the threat of it happening in the next hundred years. Who knows? It might be a Pandora's box. I might be wrong. You might tap into it, and then all of a sudden it happens. But it would be something for smart people to investigate, right? Wave power is another one, because waves are crashing all day, every day, on every coastline. So you could develop a wave generation machine that was safe for aquatic life, right? People are working on it. It's already happening. They're considering doing one under the Golden Gate Bridge because there's so much water movement. Um, So many, many, many options. But, you know, the oil industries rule everything. I highly recommend everybody check out this documentary called The Secret of the Seven Sisters, and it's a four-part documentary series, and it really breaks down how the oil industry has had a grip on global politics for the last hundred years, how they either buy off politicians, assassinate them, overthrow countries, whatever it takes to keep that train going, and if you ever wonder how all gas is, you know all gas stations price their gas within a few cents of each other well this breaks it down for you they got together in scotland and conspired to work together like a crime family like a uh rack- racketeer isn't that conspiracy and racketeering seven oil magnates working together to price fix the whole industry yeah i think it is i think that's the very definition anyway i digress thank you for tuning in to another episode of and another thing with dave let me know what you think about our new intro music here just designed this a few days ago anyway much love to all our listeners and um, you know keep seeking the truth people keep seeking the truth